Fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome into The Voice of Reason, another day in paradise. That's what we try to say each and every day is the eternal optimist that we are here on this program. Welcome in. This is The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas. On our flagship radio station, we are all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you very much. Your Millennial General reporting for duty like we do every single day. Bottom of the hour, Larry uh, Larry Clayman. We've had him on the show multiple times before. He is the author of the new book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America. He's also the founder and former chairman for the successful group of Judicial Watch and the current chairman of Freedom Watch as well. So he's done a lot for the freedom movement and we'll look forward to chatting with him at the bottom of the hour. We'll be talking about election season a little bit. Mostly the Gavin Newsom thing. I'm still kind of up in the air on why he's trying to campaign in Florida when he's running for governor in the state of California. Is it his pitch to try and debunk Ron DeSantis or is it his pitch to try and get his name out there? and test the waters for a presidential run of 2024. We'll get to that all coming up here at the bottom of the hour. But, hey, great to have you today. It is a confusing world out there. I understand yesterday we had a little bit of fun with the bird individual that self-identifies as a cardinal and as a bird. And the only reason I stopped talking about it was because I ran out of witty bird jokes to say on the air. (laughs) So we continue to move on. Then we had the argument today in one of the House committees where they were debating on who had actually get pregnant like as in can men get pregnant i I know i know these are the conversations we're having that really makes me sad for society because we're not elevating ourselves we're not growing we're not evolving we're not coming to better conclusions and making ourselves better as humanity as human species as a whole no no we're de-evolving a little bit because now we're challenging even what basic gender is and what basic sexual orientations are in order to challenge those because we have nothing better to do. These are first world problems that we're not seeing anywhere else in the world right now, but we're feeling good apparently about doing some of these. So I feel sad for society and these are the debates. So I got to be honest, and I've said this before, I really, really feel bad for my daughter who's eight years old now going into middle age uh, or uh, middle school and going into high school and starting to you know hit the puberty thing and starting to grow up and starting to date and starting to be aware of the opposite sex because I'm, I'm very concerned for her because then she's going to go off to college and go to a bar and she's going to have to do the additional screening of have you always been a guy <laughs> have you always been a dude? The identity politics is running rampant because, again, first world problems. We have nothing better to focus on here in society. For example, they have now broken down from some of the census numbers that continue to roll in from the uh, U.S. census that we did last year, or I guess in 2020 when we took that. And some of the numbers are starting to be released again. Now, this is uh, around, this is what they're doing with the adjustment for inflation. But they show that the average nation medium household income 
rose by roughly 10 percent, covering 2011 to 2015 and the 2016 to 2020 uh, ranges here. Now, this is prior to the 9 percent inflation that we're in right now. But I think this is something of importance to talk about in our latest in What's Trending. What's trending today? So according to the adjustment for inflation, the nation's medium household income rose by roughly 10% to $64,994 when compared to the five-year estimates covering between 2011 to 2015, comparing that to the 2016 to 2020 time range according to the data. Here's where they start breaking it down by ethnicity because, again, it's all about identity politics with these individuals. The Latino and Hispanic community householders defined in part by the Census Bureau as part of those whose name of a house is owned, rented, or being bought, experienced the greatest percentage increase in the nation by a 17% marginal increase to a medium household income of $54,632. Asian households were the second largest increase at 13% to 91775 the highest medium household income of any ethnic or racial group analyzed by the U.S. News, while black households saw roughly 12% increase to $43,000, and the non-Hispanic whites, the I don't know why they said non-Hispanic, the white individuals, the um, uh, the pale of skin, the evil ones with the privilege apparently in this nation, however you want to categorize, saw the household income rise by 9% to $70,000. $843. So this breakdown is kind of interesting to me. Now, this happened in the five-year range between 2016 to 2020. This was essentially the Donald Trump era. I mean, he got elected in at the end of 2016, right? He left in 2020, at the end of 2020. This was the, the Donald Trump period when we saw a 10% increase. This is also the same time when we saw only about a 2 to 3% interest rate hike or inflation uh, across the nation with inflation rates that were relatively low. Now we're seeing not a 10% rise in medium household incomes, but we are seeing about a 9% interest rate. So thank you, Joe Biden. When those say, all of you that are working every day that are trying to just put food on your table and you're trying to say that your paycheck is being stretched and stretched and stretched so thin that you can't cover everything, it's very true because while you may have seen a bit of a bump with the economy booming over the last few years under the Trump administration, all of that just went away with a 9% increase in inflation that pretty much just took over the 10% average income raise that you saw as a medium household income. So kudos on Trump. And by the way, the largest, the evil, racist, horrible guy that Donald Trump was saw the largest increase in that Hispanic and Latino population of near 17% with that average of near 54,632. The group with the least amount of growth was the evil, racist, white, privileged white people with only a 9% growth to about $70,000. Asians still rocking it at 91. So I find this kind of interesting. And I think this is information, RNC, Republicans, candidates all over the nation. I think that uh, this needs to be a focal point for you when you saw growth, when you're not seeing growth. During the Trump administration, you grew by 10% on average for your income. Under the Biden administration, inflation took it all away again, and you're back to square one trying to just scrounge to be able to put food on your table again. I find that relatively interesting. Now, I will say the Republican National Committee, the GOP, is working to try and do an outreach program to different communities all over the country. And I got to applaud them for this because uh, they, they started releasing a new video series called In the Seat. 
And what they're doing is a little minute and a half to two minute little audio clips of candidates of congressional elected officials in Washington, D.C., and talking to them at a personal level, kind of like a Joe Rogan Experience podcast, except it's condensed from about a three and a half hour podcast to about a minute and a half little Q&A session. Getting to know the candidates. They've released one from a congresswoman out of the state of Florida, and this is the very first one that they've come out with. Hey, everybody, this is Congresswoman Kat Kamak representing Florida's third congressional district, and today I am in the seat. We are about to spill the tea. Here we go. Oh, hell, what is mutton busting? This definitely came from my team or for, from Dan Crenshaw. When you're six years old and you are riding a behemoth sheep that has just the devil eyes, the fear of God is put in you, but you hold on tight and those rodeo clowns try to pull you off and you're still holding on for dear life, that eight seconds goes by so fast. Uh, when you were younger, what did you want to be when you were older? I would take my mom and my sister's clothes and then I would sell them back to them because I wanted to be a CEO. <laughs> um, so I had a little purple briefcase and I called uh, my company The Great Big Company and I had business cards and little Visa plastic cards that I made and I wanted to be a CEO and I also wanted to be a bus driver. Government got in the way so here I am trying to stand up for our bus drivers and our business owners. My favorite holiday and why? Christmas. Um, I love Halloween um, because it's, it's amazing football time, um, but Christmas, I decorate the house, I go crazy. I am super extra on wrapping presents though. Like I will spend more on the wrapping paper than the gift itself. New Year's, I'm such a, I, I, I'm already in bed by nine, so. My guilty pleasure is watching telenovelas. So sometimes I walk into the office and I'm like, hola. So congresita, get gamek. <laughs> the opening song and scenes are very catchy, so they'll be like, La Reina del Sol. That should never be on television. What I just did. With that, I am in the seat. I got to admit, I am liking these little vignettes from the GOP, from the RNC, and from this uh, new video series called In the Seat. I like this because this is... Something the Republicans haven't done very much. I've said many times on this program that Democrats do very, very well at bringing out the emotion in election time. Whether Normally now it's an issue. Every once in a while it's a candidate where they get emotionally tied to a candidate. Barack Obama with the hope and change. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez when she came out and she was the big socialist, you know, kind of cute, a little bit younger gal that had all these visions. She didn't know what the hell she was doing, but everybody fell in love with her on the Democrat side because she was the new face of the party. When Barack Obama came in as the suave, cool, celebrity-type individual, they didn't know what he stood for because he didn't tell them what he stood for. He just talked about hope and change, and he tried to be the cool guy who was the president that used to smoke and play basketball, and yeah, he was the cool guy, and he's the first black president. And that one everybody over because there was a personal connection here on the radio as most talk radio listeners know that there's an emotional connection to the host usually that's why it was so devastating with rush limbaugh passing away because it was like a member of the family when you listen to a talk show host every single day and they tell stories about their family or you get their views on issues or they show their personal side a little bit with emotion, good or bad, if they're sad, if they're angry, if they're happy, if they're, you know, satirical or, you know, whatever, you get connected to that because there's an emotional bond there. Republicans were too analytical. Candidates and platforms and the party itself is too analytical 
and we focus too much on the numbers. We just read numbers about the medium household income. And that's supposed to buy individuals and make them understand we need to bring that emotional connection to it. And I think the RNC doing this in these little quick little hits, I think, is a really brilliant idea. Now, what they need to start doing is start talking to some of the other candidates that are fresher and younger like this, who we don't know necessarily. Bring on Myra Flores as the newly elected congresswoman, the first Mexican woman congresswoman to be elected in Washington, D.C., in a Republican district now that's been Democrat for 150 years. Bring her on and talk to her. Bring in that personal touch, make that emotional connection and show number one that the candidates that Republicans are putting up all over the nation are relatable. Like that, she talked about mutton busting and wrapping Christmas presents. She just won over a vast majority of either rural community individuals like, oh, yeah, we love mutton busting or the women vote of like, oh, yeah, you know what? I do the same thing, wrapping the presents. That's brilliant. That's genius. Show how relatable you are that we're not just the stiffs in Washington, D.C. that don't give a crap about the people because that's the persona that Washington gets. The elites, the inner workings, the dark government, the, the shadow government, the, uh, the, the whatever you want to call them up in Washington, D.C. Uh, it's the, the Hillary Clinton types that have to take courses and lessons on how to become relatable to her constituents because she has no clue how to relate to the common folk. This is how Republicans win while talking about the successes that they've done, not just for certain groups, but for inner cities and for minorities and talking about the household medium incomes. And guess what? You had a better time of succession and growth and prosperity and taking care of your family under Republican leadership, under someone like Donald Trump. And we're going to get you back to that because these Democrats, they don't know how to properly take care of you because they shouldn't be taking care of you. They need to keep this the up. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to the Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring the Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, it is. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Tuesday, the post-Monday celebration, rocking and rolling right here on the program. So we have the identity politics on the left side of the aisle. It's typical. They've been doing it for a long time. It's just getting worse and more absurd and ridiculous. But they try to break things down. But fine. Now we're using their arguments against them in our own numbers. As the census shows, under the Trump reign, under the four years under Donald Trump, between 2016 and 2020, under the reign of Donald Trump, the household medium income overall rose by 10%. And all the minority communities that the Democrats say that they care about the most saw the biggest gains in the nation. Between the Hispanic community, the Asian community, and the black community all saw massive gains for overall income compared to evil white people in the country which i think republicans need to be using we need to be talking about that and then at the same time we see the rnc trying to show the personalized who we are as candidates as individuals because now the party is starting to evolve and starting to change i think in a very good way i guarantee you that these little in the seat moments that the gop is doing with the rnc i guarantee you that they're not going to get Mitch McConnell to go up there and talk about his lifestyle and how he can relate to the average American. I guarantee you they're not going to be able to get some of you know those guys. That is showing that there is a movement in the party right now making the Republican Party for the average American again. The Tea Party revitalization between it's like a blending of the Tea Party and the MAGA movement together to show that the average American can now become an elected official, can represent people and fight for what they actually truly believe in. This is great. While the other side, all they're doing is yelling and screaming about identity politics, which can you believe? I mean, this show here is probably one of the more unique programs out there. Let's be honest. Younger guy, if you do watch the video streams and you see that I have somewhat of a braided mohawk, which, I, trust me, go into political events like that, people are like, who the heck is this guy? <laughs> what? Hey, We're bringing in a younger demographic for talk radio, and the numbers show it in some of the ratings that we see and the response that I get on social media. We're bringing in a younger crowd that's sick and tired of the crazy wackadoodles on the other side of the aisle and trying to get the younger generation revitalized and energetic because we are the millennials, and we're going to start taking things over here pretty quickly, and I don't want the AOCs to be the ones that give us the image of what we're all about. So we here on The Voice of Reason are about as unique as a Bacon cheeseburger at a 4th of July celebration. Anything? Anything? Nothing? I mean, <laughs> it's relatively comparable to what Jill Biden said today, right? Talking about the, you know, you're as a, the, the, the Hispanic and the Latino community is as unique as a breakfast taco. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No. I know. I know you've heard about that all day long today, and everybody's been making fun of it. Not going to spend a whole lot of time there. However, could you imagine... Could you just imagine if Donald Trump said those words, those exact same words? Could you imagine 
the hate that he would get. He was already labeled as the evil, crazy racist that hated brown people, which wasn't true, but that was the interpretation that the media said every day. If he came out and said the Latino community was as diverse and as unique as a breakfast taco, then everybody would go ballistic. Instead, this is what we got with Jill Biden. Pro tip when speaking to Hispanics, really, really avoid any comparisons to tacos, enchiladas, chimichangas, alcapurrias. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, speaking and chilaquiles. About, and speaking about anyone, yeah. don't you avoid food related to yeah. people. That is tacos. That, whether it's skin color, well, well, you yeah, don't use you, food. I would be upset if no. somebody said, you bring the chicken out in people. Oh. But I will okay. say, this is what we will say. This is what I will say. <laughs> That's right, it is Colombia. Hello. Yeah. Um, we all, I don't know if we all have stepped in it. I know I have stepped in it. So, Dr. Jill, just, you know, hear the humor. We get it. We understood what you were trying to do. And just try not to do it again. Try not to do it again. We understand what you were trying to say. Just don't do it again. You think that The View, you think that all the Democrats the mainstream media would have let off Donald Trump like that and be like, just don't do it. We understand what you were trying to say. Just don't do it again. You think so? I bet they would have. They're a kind, loving group, the left side of the aisle, right? Come on, man. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. John Reitra, welcome back into the, uh, the Voice of Reason, the program, the radio show, whatever this is. Great to have you along for the ride today, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very, very much. Larry Clayman, not able to reach him to get him on the program, so we'll try and get him on here in just a little bit. If not, we'll get him rescheduled for another day. Not a big deal. So, uh, by the way, if you do want to reach out, because I do get an email saying, hey, do you take phone callers? No, I do not take calls on this program right now, because with the few markets that we are in, I'm really only live in one market, which is my flagship here in the Wichita, Kansas area. The other stations that pick us up don't pick us up live right now. And I just don't want a whole bunch of calls just from the Wichita area because that sounds a little strange. So we will be taking calls once we get a few more affiliates, which, by the way, we're close to doing. And uh, stay tuned for that one. Uh, but you can leave comments on the social media streams that we have. We have our Podbean live stream up right now. We also have the Opslens app and website as well, opslens.com. You can also find us on the HoosierReason.com website for the audio streaming there. And you can also always email us at HoosierReason.com. 
Email address is Hoosier Media Network at gmail.com. Or you can just always tag us in a social media post as well with the social media at Hoosier Reason. All right, so uh, we have the identity politics now. Now let's get into election season. How has it fared for them so far? Obviously, we've said numerous times that the Republicans are up near 10 to 15 points over Democrats in the midterm elections. Is that going to maintain? That's going to be interesting to see. I think it really comes down to how quickly they can get Joe Biden out of office or at least choose a new nominee to run in 2024 and how they can recover from what's going to happen to them in the midterm elections. Because let's be honest, it's going to be pretty bad, especially when you're your your group, your base of the party thinks that they're birds. Remember, (laughs) I'm not going down that road again. Not doing it. Not doing it. But we have right now the Bidens that have said overtly racist things throughout the years. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Yeah, I do. I know a lot of weed smokers. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. He knows a lot of weed smokers. He knows a lot of cocaine users as well. I mean, just ask his son. I mean, that one's... Uh, oh, was that over the line? I'm sorry. Was that, was that over the line? I'm terribly sorry. I did find that interesting, though, as he tried to knock the black community for not being diverse and then saying the Hispanic and Latino community is extremely diverse. And then, of course, Jill Biden coming out and saying that the Latino community now is as unique and diverse as a breakfast taco. Not a burrito, but a breakfast taco. That is the Bidens, and the Democrats cannot silence them or stop them any longer, and they cannot make them the face of the Democrat Party anymore. So who's next? We've uh, speculated for a while now on the show, which I really think it has to be none other than Gavin Newsom, who's coming out and trying to run in the state of Florida. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom? It's under attack in your state. Republican leaders? They're banning books, making it harder to vote restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. Okay, so that ad came out a few days ago. Not quite sure why, right around the 4th of July celebration, trying to go after Floridians from the state of California. Why? Well, according to the San Francisco Gate, sfgate.com, the latest polls, which again, take polls with a grain of salt on where they come from, who they're actually polling. Everybody knows this. We don't like to read a whole lot of polls on this program. However, there is two interesting ones right now that really are major contradictions. Big, And I'm talking big contradictions. So you have to take them with whatever flavor and whatever side that you're on. But according to SFGate.com, Gavin Newsom is actually the highest rated Democrat going into a potential presidential candidacy above Kamala Harris and above Joe Biden which isn't honestly very surprising. Now, Hillary Clinton was not included in this one as far as I'm aware of, but uh, the vast majority of Americans and Democrats especially, near 60 to 65% of Democrats, show that they want Joe Biden out of the presidency with someone someone else in, and Kamala Harris (laughs) is not the one. Not the one to try and take over that role. So according to the recent Yahoo News and YouGov survey, 
It was done towards the end of June from the 24th to the 27th with political uh, and polled potential hypothetical 2024 matchups between Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Gavin Newsom against former President Donald Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, the two Republican potentials going into that race. Biden, according to this poll, leads Donald Trump 42 to 40, which is not true. This is literally being polled on Yahoo News for crying out loud. Probably the vast majority of it coming from San Francisco and New York City. But they say Biden leads Donald Trump 42 to 40. Ron DeSantis leading from 41 to 37. Oh, Biden leading over Ron DeSantis 41 to 37. And Harris, Kamala Harris tying Trump at 41 to 41 and beating Ron DeSantis 41 to 37 as well. However, it shows that Gavin Newsom is also in the play nationally, showing that he could potentially beat Donald Trump 40 to 39 and Ron DeSantis 39 to 36. In every matchup, according to the poll, there's a lot of undecided voters, but the smallest number of undecided voters sees that the Harris-Trump matchup and the largest that would be a toss-up for them would be the Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom with near 25% of those polled as undecided on who they would cast their vote for for Gavin Newsom or Ron DeSantis. Now, I want you to take this poll and set it off to the side for a second because then I want to read you this other poll, which, again, take with a grain of salt. But this one, according to the Harvard-Harris poll from the uh, Harvard University, shows that Donald Trump is still, after a year and a half, almost two years of not being in office, the most popular politician across the board in the United States. <laughs> According to Newsmax.com, Americans hold nearly unanimous favorable, unfavorable views of political leaders, but former President Donald Trump stands as the most popular of all politicians. As Trump behind his America First and Make America Great Again movement, he calls the most powerful in U.S. political history, stands two points ahead of the most popular above number two, Bernie Sanders in popularity, three points ahead of Mike Pence, and four points ahead of Joe Biden. Now, I guess popularity... And who you would vote for could potentially be a different vote. But when you look at presidential elections, that doesn't necessarily play out because Barack Obama had no clue what he was talking about. He kind of did, but he didn't talk about policy, didn't talk about agenda, didn't talk about platform. And yet he was the most popular candidate at the time. And he won overwhelmingly over Hillary Clinton and overwhelmingly, unfortunately, against both John McCain and Mitt Romney, which neither of them were proper candidates for the Republican Party. We don't need to go down that road for today. But with Donald Trump, he is still the most popular candidate. And you have to remember, the presidential race is all about popularity. Now, Dick Morris has come out, according to Newsmax, and said that Trump is going to run in 2024 and that he's going to run unopposed, that no one's going to challenge him in this, which I would have to disagree with that one because I think Ron DeSantis would be a good challenger. I think that there are some other Republicans that are itching to get on there. I mean, remember, Republicans have a wide open field. Whenever they open up the floor for someone to run, we have 12 candidates on the presidential stage trying to debate. So we're never short on candidates. If Donald Trump does choose to run, I think that does narrow the list a lot of individuals who do not want to run against him or try to divide the vote. But I still think there will be some. Possibly Ron DeSantis, because they don't necessarily get along a whole lot. Possibly, even though he's not a Republican any longer, I think John Kasich, that former governor from the state of Ohio, would actually come back and try to run again because he despises Donald Trump so much. I think there would be Republicans that would try to run to spite Trump and others that would back out 
to try and throw their support behind Trump if he chose to run again. But with being the most popular candidate, he beats Bernie Sanders, he beats Mike Pence, he beats Joe Biden. By four points does he beat Joe Biden? Well, according to the Democrat polls, they show that Joe Biden's up leading near 3 to 4% over the vote if the ballot were cast actually today. So with the contradicting views here, who do you believe? Who do you take away from this, or do you take neither one of them away? Because I'm okay with not vote, uh, not supporting either one of these either, because we don't know where polls are. We don't know how many people they actually poll or how they actually uh, phrase the questions in these. But I find these definitely interesting, especially when we talk about the topical issues of the day, because the number one out of all the polls that show the most favorable, I guess the most popular topic or the most important topic to get people into the voting booth would be gas prices and inflation. And we see how well that's worked out for most of the media outlets lately. The fact that we are seeing gas prices impact people's pocketbooks so much right now, would that change how you're considering voting for the next election, whether it's congressional later this year or presidential a couple of years down the road? Definitely. Definitely. I just know that one administration had cheaper gas and this administration has more expensive gas. <laughs> Whoops. Not supposed to say that on MSNBC. Not supposed to be saying that. Now... We hear this from Yahoo News about widespread layoffs coming around. Why? I thought Joe Biden created 6 million jobs. I thought Joe Biden got the economy back on track. Now we have 9% inflation. We have a 3 or 4% interest rate hike over the last year or over the last few months even especially trying to battle the inflation rates. But now businesses laying individuals off because they can't sustain with the extremely high prices. This is what's going to be the nail in the coffin for the Democrats while they try to come out with their fake, with their inflated, with their lied-through polls where they're lying through their teeth about what the outcomes actually are when we see popularity still remains within the Republican Party, that the MAGA movement, whether it's with Trump or without Trump, is having a major impact with individuals wanting to run who have never been politicians, that are just part of the quote-unquote common folk in the blue-collar communities wanting to make a difference and a change. And when you have that type of momentum at the grassroots, there is nothing that can stop you except for yourself, which Republicans are always really good at doing. We'll talk some more about that when we come back here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So I'm looking through these polls. Extremely interesting, yet kind of comical all at the same time. This is why we take these with a grain of salt and why we, <laughs> why they even put some of this stuff on here, I don't know. But according to that popularity poll that Donald Trump won hands over Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden and even Mike Pence, even that inner bickering going on within the Republicans with Mike Pence and Donald Trump, and now the inner bickerings between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, the least popular politician by far on the poll was Russians Vladimir Putin. Now, why? Okay, okay, I get it. Understand why he would be unpopular. Why would you even include him on a popularity test right now if he's extremely unpopular? We know he's unpopular. He is a crazy communist dictator trying to take over another nation. He doesn't care about the the food egg supply right now. We're trying to stop trade going on all over the nation. He doesn't care about the energy crisis that's the, that he's causing right now by uh, the oil that he's not able to sell because no one wants to buy it right now. Uh, that, By the way, other Democrats, thank you very much for taking advantage of. Never let a crisis go to waste, right? Oh, we can't get oil. Oh, darn. I guess we'll just have to go alternative energies. Hey, we're going into the summertime. Texas already seeing some brown and blackouts. And the Mid-America region where I'm at here starting to see some brownouts because of the heat and people using electricity and trying to cool their homes with AC units. And we're starting to see, oh, sorry. Yeah, we know you're going through some times right now with an energy crisis. You just need to get an electric vehicle and plug that in. That's going to make a whole lot of more sense. These idiots. Uh, no, I didn't say that on the air, did I? Oopsies. My bad. There were just two American politicians with a net positive favorability rating, and they were positive. Uh, they were both Republicans, Florida GOP Governor Ron DeSantis and Tim Scott as well. Trump's popularity soared above all favorabilities. Trump had the highest very favorable rating at 26% and 42% favorable when you include the 16% who responded that he was favorable as well. Overall, Trump, uh, DeSantis trailed by Trump by seven points in the popularity contest. So, if that had any inkling on what it could look like for the 2024 presidential elections, then we could see what Dick Morse predicts is that Trump is going to run unopposed in 2024. I've got a lot of comments from people in question saying, Andy, when is Donald Trump going to announce? I personally think he's going to be waiting until after the midterm elections. Wait and see. If you saw his endorsed candidates all over the nation, tenfold have won their endorsements going into the primary elections and have won their primaries, now it's the challenge to see whether his candidates that he endorsed 
after coming through the primaries, are able to make it over the finish line in the general election. If they get tanked and they can't win anywhere because they have that Trump name attached to them, then I think he'll back off. If they win in major landslides and he ends up pulling it off with three quarters, 60, 70, 80% of his his nominees, his candidates that he endorsed, that he's been campaigning for, going all over the country with, and that he runs with, then I think he'll run if they do well. There is a few Democrats, which is very strange to me right now, in deep blue districts, which makes sense if they're not a purple district, but they are starting to run on saying, I am proud to be a Joe Biden Democrat. <laughs> now, I got to admit, that's not something that I necessarily thought I would hear because every other Democrat's trying to keep their distance, including individuals like AOC, but they're trying to show a little bit of a unified stance here of let's unify together as a, a Democrat party the way we used to be before we had all these outliers. Let's come together as a party and let's actually show that we're a unified voice. And some of them are saying, I'm proud to stand with Joe Biden and everything that he's doing, especially when he says really, really stupid things because apparently, you know, he remember, he's the great economist as well. So you go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store in, in, in a supermarket. You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. What happens? They make you management. <laughs> I mean, if that's our economic genius, then that would explain why we have a 9% inflation rate and a 4% interest rate hike over the last few months. And by the way, we're seeing the major layoffs. So businesses, you can try and play the, you know, we came out of June with the Pride Month and with the pride that you try to show for the LGBTQ community. At the end of the day, though, that identity politics is fading quickly because your pocketbook is being hit as a worker, as a blue-collar individual, and as a small business or as a corporation. And the layoffs are beginning already. So good luck trying to keep it up, but it's not going to work for you at all. And anyway, where are we spending our money, though? Oh, by the way, near a million dollars of that rescue plan, that COVID-19 relief package from Joe Biden, went to oral historians to research anti-racism and Latinx, whatever that means, Latinx histories, because that is the priority of our federal government right now. And we wonder why everything's falling apart around us. That does it for us today. Back at it tomorrow. Awesome, great guests lined up for the rest of the week as well. Until then, though, let's bring some of this. Let's talk about who's growing, who's doing well, who's flourishing, and when we had the opportunity to do so and what administration killed all that off, killed off the incentive to continue to grow and do well. We'll do that tomorrow here on The Voice of Reason. Until then, be your own Voice of Reason. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.